This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, this is Gilmy again. How's everybody doing? I'm doing pretty good right right now. Just had an amazing interview with Holden Albright here. Absolutely loved talking talking to the guy. We sat down and chatted for about three hours to would well, do this because we just start chatting. I put everything in the show that I possibly could, and I really really enjoyed talking to Holden. And go check check out his stuff at Go Hard Go Hard Day Pro. Putting on a on a show December 24th this year. He is raising funds on Indiegogo. You know what? Just go go check out out how to stuff. You will easily find 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 you will easily find everything there. But I do gotta do gotta talk about some of the uh, some of the sponsors, guys. Go check out Doing Fine Kitchens in London, Ontario. One of my favorite places to eat. Go check check his food out. It is on the corner of Adelaide and Dundas in London, and the food is amazing. It's inside Dundas and Sons Brewing, which is an amazing place as well. Go check that out. Bats in the Belfry Art. Com, and I'm going to be doing a little contest here. She gave me um, a whole bunch of cards for Ethan's fight, and I was cleaning out the basement, and I still got three left. So what I want to do is get a little contest going for these three, three, three amazing cards. I'll mail them out for you. It's a uh, a contest, guys. There is an Ultimate Warrior one. There is Hulk Hogan, and there's Jake the Snake Roberts. I will be putting up pictures on the site later later. Today, I think I'll let the contest run run for a week, and I will find out. You will find out the the details about uh, about the contest on the uh, socials. So please go check that out. Go check out Solid Designs on Instagram because it's an amazing site. If you like fantastic art art artwork, and if you want to see a amazing artist grow more and more, I say go check check this out because. Besides his amazing artwork and design work, he's also just t- started to take up tattooing, which is very, very cool. And guys, I got a new sponsor to talk about on the show. Hereforyou.co is building a body confidence worldwide. And I'm just looking at their Instagram right now. They have 175,000 followers. And just gonna gonna bring up the the website real, real quick. Since we started in early 2020, we have been able to raise awareness and help thousands who suffer on a daily basis. It breaks our heart to know that individuals feel helpless, worthless, and have nowhere to go. Our goal is to help those in need appreciate themselves and their bodies. We are beyond blessed to be able to donate to mental health institutions and body positive organizations world worldwide. They have brooches, t-shirts, jewel, jewelry, ah, Jewelry, one of those difficult words for for me to say, guys. I'm actually going going to pick up the Mental Health Matters t t shirt there, and you know what? I'm going to be using my own promo code, Gilmy Talks, at checkout. 
G-U-I-L-M-Y-T-A-L-K-S. I want you to check that out because it's my first promo code. I've had other people offer stuff like this, but I think this is an amazing, amazing product. Go check, go check it out. Hereforyoushop.com. Check that out. And on that note, enjoy the show with me and Holden chatting. We talk about everything possible that you guys can can really think about. And yeah, we talk wrestling, we talk life, we talk the craziness of of everything going on. And yeah, that's it. Hope you guys in, will enjoy. Talk to you on the uh, on the uh, back half. Thanks. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again. And on the line here, I have the one and only crossbody professional wrestling heavyweight champion, Holden Albright, who and we are going to talk about Go Hard Pro. I did not screw up those names. I got about a 26-year of tequila in me. So let's go. Let's have some fun, guys, because you know what? Drunk casts are fun, and you guys download them more than anything else. So, Justin's been drinking. So, Holden, how's it going, buddy? Uh, it's been going great. I enjoyed our hour and 15-minute conversation off air. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? I just hit the uh, record button now. We weren't catching up at all. <laughs> As like, Holden... To be honest, yeah. to be honest, we yep. weren't really catching up. We were just talking about life and it's all the stuff that i i enjoy talking about on my podcast this is brendan i didn't mean to get that plug in there but like that's i plug enjoy it. the connection oh yeah i i enjoy that and also guys i am an avid listener of this is brendan go check it out i download it on spotify and a couple of a couple other things because why not help your uh, friends out but Here's the thing. Downloads actually matter to podcasts and to podcasters. If you break a certain number, you're happy for like a week. Like today, I'm not going to say which podcast it was, but I broke some huge numbers and I'm a very happy boy because I put a fuck ton of work in in into it. Oh, and by the way, remember, this is an 18 plus podcast, so we can talk about whatever whatever we want. I've been drinking, so let's go. First thing, let's talk about Go Hard Pro. How the hell did that happen? Because uh, I know you as a professional wrestler, so let's figure figure this out. Uh, so I'll just start with I, I was talking to someone who is helping me with the logistics sides of it, and I said I think it's like me trying to look for a new challenge in wrestling, where every time I wrestle, I get better with every match. I do not think I'm really good. I think I'm decent. I'm just surrounded. Uh, uh, by people that think I'm good, so thank you very much for being uh, blinded by I don't. Maybe it's the flashing lights at the beginning of crossbody shows. Oh yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. But I was talking, and I think I said I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I decided to uh, start a promotion just to see who's really my friends and who's fake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pr- oh, oh, okay, buddy. But well, you know what? That is the best answer I have had in a long time because it is it is very very truthful. But I did. How didn't... many people message you trying to get on your show when you did it? Uh, which one? This show? For uh, for Ethan's fight. Oh man, I wasn't the booker. Oh, Thank God for Tom. Oh man, once again, Tom Tom Morton, aka the Cadet, booked Ethan's fight and. 
Anyone who tried to message me, I directed them straight to Tom because um, I was I was the sponsorship guy. I was the money guy. That's it. We split we split our jobs. I did my thing. He did his thing, and we raised a fuck ton of money, like surprising amount. Like, and and honestly, one of the proudest things I've I've ever done. Besides, I was able to put cash money in a friend of mine's hand who was going through a hard time. That's it. And it worked out. I used the podcast as as a medium. I used all my wrestling connections and um, I'm a born salesman, so I sold a lot of sponsorships. But, (laughs) (laughs) ah, man. Maybe drinking the tequila before the show was a terrible idea. But No, you're all in your feelings. This is great. Like I did a toy drive last year accidentally. A lot of stuff for me is accidental. I will post a thought at midnight before going to work. Like, hey, what if we did a toy drive where we tried to fill up my van? And then I see Pretty Ricky at a show that night because it's a Thursday. And he goes, yo, that idea about the toy drive is real cool. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. Like, oh, I guess we're doing it. And then it was very successful that we are, I will announce mm-hmm. now, we will be doing another toy drive this year. Amazing. Uh, ex- except because the pandemic's all weird, I think I'm going to take the van and choose places we wrestled regularly, like Barry, Kitchener, uh, Hamilton, Oshawa, and the GTA in general, and pick different days, almost like when YTV used to do the Weird on Wheels thing, and literally go to people's houses and pick up their donations and Take, like, a little quick photo with them. Oh, yeah, because, to be honest, as as a wrestling fan, and I'm a, I am always a fan first, seeing a wrestler is freaking cool, man. It is. it, And it's always fun. Whether you're a two-match guy in or you're the crossbody professional wrestling heavyweight champion, which... Motherfucker's we... tipsy. He was scared he wasn't going to get this right. <laughs> and he's... Nailed it more times on the air than he has off there. This is a fucking professional right here. Well, Ooh. yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Once the red button's on, bartender Justin shows up. So it's all work. I thought you got <laughs> a little sexier. I thought you got a little sexier. Oh, yeah. See, just uh, yeah, a little bit there. There we go. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, all right. I heard uh, heard a story on, on online. Uh, actually, I think it was on yours. The reason you're doing a show is because you wanted to do one earlier in the year for a good friend of yours to have his dream match, which is amazing. I don't want to announce it because hopefully it does happen in the future, one day down the road after COVID, after coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, under the fucking quarantine that's driving me batshit crazy because I just want to go to my buddy's restaurant at Doing Fine Kitchens and eat a fuck ton of food. Because the food is is amazing. If you are in London, guys, go check out Doing Fine Kitchens. Oh, God, the sponsorships are drilled into me even when when I'm uh, a little tipsy. So it works out fine. When I was, uh, we were celebrating maybe my birthday in Niagara Falls. And I drank a whole bottle of Jamaican rum. And I was stuck between the desk and the nightstand in this hotel room. Uh (laughs) And I'm recording myself selfie mode. This is like 2012, 2013. And I am slurring every single word. But one of my friend's comments is like, you're real fucked up, Brendan. 
but you still got your website in there. Because I'm literally <laughs> slurring. I'm like, well, and I'm like, if you think I'm too drunk, go to gtawire.com and vote on the poll. And I was just like, <laughs> I do not remember any of this. Like, I was so drunk, we couldn't leave the hotel to go to a club because we couldn't walk. And yet I still got gtawire.com in there. So that whole, like, instilled in you the sponsorship, you know where your bread is buttered. Oh, yeah. And he's he is a very good long friend of mine who's trying trying to start something out for him. And I'll be honest, he made the best fish sandwich I have ever had in my life. And I worked in restaurants for about twenty years. Like and I what's got the name of this place one more time. Doing fine kitchens. It's inside Dundas and Sun's Brewing. If you are ever in London, Ontario, guys, on the corner of Dundas and Adelaide, go check it out because the food is fucking good i'm not just uh not just 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 drunken spouting it re- really is like my wife likes it we go there once a once a once a week and as i say happy wife happy life See. yeah <laughs> and brandon's just like uh-huh okay <laughs> uh, hey, to be fair to be yeah. fair i can admit i have a girlfriend right now so like definitely holden albright's kind of he's not in the rear view but like he's a roommate i don't see we're on opposite schedules and when everyone keeps bringing up, like, the pandemic being all weird and stuff, and I'm just like, I'm getting in touch with Brendan now. Like, I have a I have a girlfriend. I've not been able to say that in over five years. Yeah, you have an actual life life again, like a social life, and you have Netflix and chill, and, hey, do you want me to bring home burritos, or do you want me to bring home KFC? Hmm. It's mostly an iced coffee situation. Yeah. She's still a girlfriend. I have to go see her and such, and there is a distance. But last week it was Netflix and chill, but Netflix was on in the living room and we were chilling in the bedroom. So I don't boom. And she will never listen to this to this particular podcast, which is awesome. Oh, so. Actually, I, I, I just realized so I I was telling her about my podcast I do and I mentioned at that point I just said the girl or I'm going to meet up with my girl and I mentioned it on two different episodes and she's like oh I listened but I didn't know if I was being too creepy because I didn't know if you could see it as a fellow podcaster it's all just numbers like, yep. we don't see people so when we get messages if you listen to the show message me but definitely message Justin to let him know you're listening because when you get that one message no matter if you get 100 or 1000 downloads that one message that says mm. oh man I listened to your podcast that's never more nerve-wracking than you going, oh shit, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I love, love interviewing podcasters because they get it. Like, dude, I will straight up tell you, I was the number four podcast in Saudi Arabia. That's awesome. I don't know anyone in Saudi Arabia. Just they listen to, to the podcast and I have a good audience there. Once again, to any of you guys who love wrestling... Thank you very much for making me like the top five podcasts in the in that country. It is insane. Like I had an Australian listener say, "Hey, can you get your podcast on Deezer? It's the number one podcast app in Australia, and I want to listen to your show, not on on the website." I'm like, I had no fucking clue that Deezer was a thing until he said it. So that please, like some sort of like sexual innuendo. Eh, I thought Weezer the band, and he missed he misspelled it. But I <laughs> actually looked Weezer it up. Weezer on your podcast? Um, no, but porn stars are coming. I'm just saying that. So 
Ba no, 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 your comment. Uh, well, maybe okay, Lil I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to hijack this a little bit. Shoot. What's your porn category? Oh, Joanna Angel all the way. Oh, I didn't mean actress. I meant category. Oh. You go on to Pornhub or X Hamster or RedTube or UGIS. Oh, uh, I am a Pornhub, Pornhub guy. Because it's just easy. It's the search engine is so easy. Just like I want this. Okay, there you go. X hamster. I find it's too much searching, and by the time you find what you want, you're bored. So what category are you clicking now? Um, right now my I right now I'm looking up uh, Lexi Bell for the blonde, looking up jo- Joanna Angel for the for the brunette, and I will be looking up uh, what was your name? Uh, Sophia Locke for Redhead. Okay, I, uh, I'm an amateur guy. I, I don't know names for the most part. Okay. But I, I really like from a production standpoint. And this is where my pro wrestling comes in. Mm-hmm. I like when the couple starts fucking, but then they, they fuck off frame. So the hard camera can't pick it up. So they have to stop and they get up and they readjust the camera. <laughs> but they don't edit any of this. Oh, no. Like, I just... I love that aspect of it. It's just like, oh, oh, wait a minute, we're out of frame. Okay, and like they're mm-hmm. also when they're trying to be sexy, <laughs> they're just failing. And it's just like, oh, the best is when they stumble. Mm-hmm. It's just like they're walking towards, walking, walking towards the camera, and just like their freaking six-inch high heel just kind of stumbles over. It's like that girl just fucked up her upper ankle real good. <laughs> if I. <laughs> If I see her standing again in this video, I'll be very, very surprised. Um, <laughs> oh, look, it's uh, kind of swelling up there. See, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an older man, so I look up at the weird shit now. Like, I have seen it all. Like, I was a bartender, man. So, man, well, so I say, I, so I watched porn when I was like seven or eight trying to find AAA wrestling on uh, TLN. Okay. Or Tele Latino. And. I found Latin Lovers. Ooh. And then I found, like, Family Business on Showtime and all the random uh, yep. stuff they had. And I, like, I masturbated way late. I started when I was, like, 16. I had almost eight years of watching porn. I didn't know I could do it myself. And I saw <laughs> a hand job, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh! But I didn't finish. It was all pre-cum, so I just had, like, that Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire moment. And yep. I thought I had, like, I thought I was, like, dying or something. But, uh... Yeah, so now, I, I told someone a few months ago, I'm like, so I watched, like, regular produced straight porn for the first time in a while. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, I half of my watching of porn, maybe 75%, it's, I just look at it as, like, it's other content to consume. I'm not interacting. I might get excited, but I'm not playing with anything. And I'm, like, critiquing the lighting and stuff like that, where it's, Watching produced straight porn was really weird to watch. Oh yeah, because it's um bland. Bland is the word. Yes, there's <laughs> none of the crazy shit that you can't do yourself, right? It's like yeah, I, I see I want this. A midget trans person fucking a woman, like that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and we've only been recording for 15 minutes, and <laughs> midget trans person comes up. All right. Ugh. Oh, the wonderful, wonderful holding, hold, holding right, guys. You ever see a little person get a blowjob where they stood on a fucking bar stool and the girl's still on her knees? Yes. <laughs> it's more of a chuckle than anything else. It's like, what the yeah. fuck is this? It's I more of the confusion. 
Uh, it's more the con. I think everyone, everyone out there now is desensitized to everything. So this is just regular converse, regular people com- conversation now. Hey, we need to normalize talking about weird shit. That's my goal in life. It's oh, to yeah. normalize weird shit. Just like uh, somebody told me there, there's a third gender the, the other day. And I'm like, pardon? What are you talking about? And he's See, like, and oh, that- here, watch this. We're at work, man. <laughs> I gotta do something. Yep. I uh, uh. see. I asked one of my coworkers, who's a very large man, and uh, I asked if he's ever dropped his belly on a girl's head while he was getting head, and he said no, and stopped himself and said, "Well, there was one." Oh yeah, because you're 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 surprisingly easygoing for the guy who does magic, professional wrestler, regular day job, podcaster, man of many many hats, and it's just fun to get your your opinions that are just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, I don't realize what my views or opinions are until I say it out loud. And uh, most of the time, it's uh, I, I always have to preface people. The views and opinions of Brendan Caulfield are for entertainment purposes only. I am just a simple idiot. <laughs> Honestly, just like me, I just... I hit the record button. I see what happens. Sometimes they're good. Oh, man. I had a podcast with... A, like, I'm talking to a buddy of mine for years. I couldn't even use it because he just said yes or no for like an hour. I was just literally sitting at, at my, my kitchen table here, and it's just like, so what do you think about uh, the modern day the, well, the modern day po- politics? It's good. Pardon? No one says that. Where do you go from there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that, that's just me. Okay, more tequila time. As you can tell, look, I'm stumbling over that last sentence. Tequila time <laughs> might not be the right time. Oh, no, man. That's why editing is a wonderful thing, and I clean my shit up. It's wonderful. You chasing it with water? Yep. Okay. Yeah, just uh, tequila and water goes so well. Um, once again, thanks to the no- notorious TID. He-, he taught me about tequila, and I absolutely love it. And he taught me how to be a better man. Yeah, and he let me have a ring for a charity show, so, well, I like the dude. (laughs) But, okay, back on track now after 20 minutes of uh, nonsense. Go Hard Hard Pro. Where did the name come from? Uh, It's very much a, uh, it's a wrestling style of, you can see as a fan of wrestling, when you go to a show, there is, depending on the show, sometimes you can see the people that aren't going hard and they're phoning it in, where it's, I'm a big fan of effort over talent. I I never wanted to wrestle the number one kid at a wrestling school because I was never the number one kid. I was number four or five. But 
I knew that I would have to work harder, so I did. And I now know that if number four or five at Crossby Pro Wrestling Academy or Hamilton Pro Wrestling Academy, they will revel in that opportunity and appreciate it more than the number one student would because they just assume it's a given that they get it. Whereas the other guys, they're very much appreciative and they will give it 110% out there. It's literally called Go Hard Pro Wrestling. Go hard or go home. And I think I can honestly say if anyone on any of the shows ever doesn't go hard, I can pull them to the side. And if they're not nursing an injury or have a reason, I'd be like, I love you as a friend. I appreciate it. But there's other people that can deserve this spot more than you. And one thing, um, can you announce anyone who's going to be on on the show yet? Or is that still uh, under 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 wraps? If you if you look at the tags on Instagram, I'll keep that as like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But also what I'm being surprised about is there's so much support from people of sharing it. And the sharing means just as much as donating because it's going to be free for everyone Christmas Eve. And legitimately, it's an outpouring of seven years of hard work is being vindicated. And it feels weird to accept that. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to say it right right now as as a wrestling fan and as a podcaster and as a guy who's been uh, kind of on the outskirts of the wrestling scene this is going to be fucking amazing guys I'm just saying this because I've known I've known Holden for a little while I've been following his career since the very beginning which is scary scary to say I'm getting fucking old I'm 40 in 2 weeks but it is amazing to see you putting this together and it's a yeah it's just a wrestling show but it's a passion project project and you're not just coming across as hey guys i'm putting on a wrestling show come on go see it no it's like hey guys i'm gonna put my heart and fucking soul into this and i'm putting it out for free on youtube so you guys can will enjoy it it's it's giving back to the sport we've gone and i I would say it's Ontario, but it's independent wrestling in general because I happen to be in Ontario. I understand the fan base and my friends who are fans. And there's nothing more supportive than that for the fact of just... I didn't think the the goal on uh, Indiegogo was $1,500. It it should be 2500 to break even, but I screwed up the numbers. But like everyone's into it and they don't feel... So Backyard Pro did a GoFundMe, and I believe No Ring North also did a GoFundMe, but they didn't offer incentives. Like, I felt like that was a little weird for the fact of, if you buy a ticket to a show, your ticket goes to, as someone who's run a real show, your ticket goes into paying this, hopefully you get sponsors to balance money out, and to be honest, hopefully you break even. Where it's because there's no fans going to be at this show, I'm like, okay, well, we'll do it online for free, but... We're going to offer, I see it more as an independent film. And I'm a fan of Kickstarter projects. So I'm like, well, what incentives did they offer? What did they do? And when we were, when I was going to do this as a proper show on November 22nd, my perk of the VIP tickets, uh, this is me just spitballing. I don't know what the price range would have been, but it would have been like 40 or 50 bucks for the VIP tickets. You get a whole bunch of extras. But the number one thing is by the end of that week, you get a raw hard copy footage of that match emailed to you because how many times have you gone to a concert or seen a stand-up comedian or seen a wrestling show especially in ontario 
there was so much because you were a Death Proof fan. Oh yeah. There's so much just Ontario wrestling that's fucking amazing, or we had names come in that there's no footage of, or it's mm-hmm. on someone's hard drive or a DVD somewhere in a basement where it's you want to relive an event. And my way would have been, oh, if you pay for the VIP ticket, because I record all of my matches and I send it to people I respect to get their opinions on it. And uh, that's the only way you can get better is by yeah. watching your stuff. And which you should, as a guy who has listened to hundreds of wrestling podcasts, if you are a wrestler, get other people's opinions. Don't be too big because, you know what, you can only get better. And if you don't like what they say, you don't have to uh, listen. You got to pick and choose your spots. You got to pick and choose your moments. You got to you got to pick and choose how you want to tell your particular story because if everyone did the same thing, wrestling would have died in the 1930s. It honestly would have. It's those guys I'm a big fan of uh, uh, you need to have a filter. Uh, you, and you have to believe in your filter where it's you can you should ask anyone and everyone who saw your match. And once they tell you their opinions, though, you take it in as never say, yeah, but unless you're asking a question of, well, in this instance, how would you accomplish that? Because anyone that will critique you and just say that looked like garbage and you reply with, how would you make it better? And they go, I don't know, it's just garbage. You know, their opinion isn't that valuable for you, but it doesn't hurt to ask them. You just need to take it all in and see what works for you. Because you've been wrestling for how how long now? Seven? February will be seven years since I started training. And this November will be five years since uh, my first match. And as a person who's been watching you your entire career, you're fucking killing it, dude. And you have gotten so much better. Because I've seen the rough matches. I've seen the... I've seen the matches you probably want to forget. And I've seen the matches where you just literally just take that second at the end and you're like, that was fucking awesome. Like yeah. seeing you and Madman Fulton destroy a taco truck. <laughs> All I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I, uh, I was talking to Lewis Carlin from Shooting Up, uh, Shooting Up North uh, Indies Edition. And uh, he brought that uh, that night up also, and uh, I, I the match was fun, uh, but mm-hmm. not so much for my bank account for the next month because I had to uh, I had to contribute to paying back for a van that I uh, pushed Fulton into, and then I needed to pay the city back for a picnic bench that I suplexed him through. But also that motherfucker broke my tooth two months earlier, and I still got a broken tooth, and no one's paying for this shit. But it also <laughs> fits the look. People have been like, "Oh, are you gonna get that fixed?" And I'm like, why? I can get it fixed when I'm 40. I'll probably break it again by the end of the year. Eh, you may want to cap it, but that's about it. <laughs> Just make sure it doesn't I'll break wait. off more. No, I'll wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> pro pro wrestling with your uh, gimmick, it's... Uh, how should I uh, put this? You're a scary motherfucker, dude. Like, I love big talking scary. to you. Big scary. Yeah. You are a big... Like, I'm six foot two, about two, 220 pounds... If I was to stand behind Holden, Holden Albright, I would vanish right now because he is a big, scary motherfucker that you don't want to fuck with when he has the wolf mask on. He is a scary dude, man. Yeah, Holden Albright is the reason why I have This Is Brendan as a podcast. I put up uh, my love of pro wrestling and Funko Pops. 
because I am very much scared of the Heath Ledger effect of if I went too much into Holden Albright. And every time I talk about Holden Albright, my voice like slows down a little bit and it scares some people. Yeah. I can literally see on Audacity when you speak of Holden Albright, it goes down just a little bit. It's, uh, it's a little scary sometimes, but yep. like, uh, I'll look at my cat and be like, hey, buddy, are you good? <laughs> oh, man, I was combing my cat. Okay, he's 15 year, year, years old. Aww. He's a wonderful, he's not overweight. He's a thin, healthy cat. Lives in my basement by choice. Mm-hmm. He That's where the kids are not, so he hangs out there. He's been a member of the, of the family since before I had children. And he hung out in the basement before the kids before the kids were here. That's his kind of yeah. area spot. I was combing him today, and the motherfucker bit me at 15 years old. I'm like, I feed you every day. I just gotta get your your because he's he's a long hair cat. Yeah. You need to comb him to get the dreadlocks out. He bit me. Oh, jackass! I'm like, he, still, I have fed that cat every day. And he still bites me. I, See, I I like the fact that your cat's older than your kids because when my first dog died, mm-hmm. she was 15 or 16 and I was literally graduating elementary school, like my eighth grade that year or that week. Oh, yeah. And it felt like she passed away the day after I graduated and she was a part of the family more than I was because she was two years older than me. He's always been here. It's just one of those things. Pardon me? tequila edit (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah there we go a little parched uh editing's a wonderful thing just saying it's uh but yeah he i was combing him he was all nice finally i'm i let my guard down that's what the problem was i let go of him i'm just combing him with this little brush making him all happy and then he bites me like i hate being i i hate this you can pet me don't call me. Okay. He's 15. Cats are very temperamental. Oh, yeah. Just like wives. Ha ha. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Wouldn't oh, know. I know. Uh, eventually, one day, you'll be... Don't fucking you'll jinx be, me. Don't fucking jinx me. Uh, you'll be... You'll be... You'll be 40... 40, 40, 40, 40 one day. Yeah, and then I'll be serving life in prison for the multiple serial killings I did. That's when you take the gimmick a little too far. No, the gimmick is the real Brendan. It's when it's your true self brought out. That's literally what it is for me. <laughs> I I do it all in the ring and in my promos so that I don't have to fucking do it in real life. And I still gotta say, you probably I'm I'm a horror movie junkie, and your promos bring me right back to eighties horror horror films with the VCRs and and everything. I absolutely love them. I feel like I'm. Gonna Oh, I know. You're a true, tr- true crime guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't really care about Freddy and Jason, but uh, definitely give me some mass murderers. Give me a Jim Jones tape, and I'm happy. Oh man. Last night I watched. Uh, what was it? Okay, I got all high and fucked up. I smoked the wrong. I smoked sativa before bed instead of uh, of of indie. Indica. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I've been drinking so. I'm going to fuck up words. But, oh yeah. Hey, day off. It's all good. Um, And I have, I watched, um, 
what was those guys? The uh, on Ancient Aliens, they were trying to legitimize the weird cult dude who was the Hale Bob comic guy, who I'm not remembering his his his, 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 his name right now. Yes, they were trying to legitimize the Heaven Gate crazy ass bullshit that it just and then all these like 39 people committed committed suicide and this and yeah. they're like but well, what if you were high you were high yeah did they bring up good points or were you like you guys are fucking idiots i i was high as fuck and i'm like you guys are fucking idiots what the okay, hell okay. is going on here <laughs> it was one of those i'm just like i'm not really a sativa guy so it just kind of fucked up my uh, boxes before bed so i'm like wide awake eyes open going this is the most fucked up shit I've ever seen in my life. Why am I watching I gotta this? See where they're going. Yeah, I'm like I can easily change it. I, I'm sitting on the edge, the the edge of my bed. My wonderful wife is sleeping right there. I have the the remote in hand, ready to change it at any second. And I'm like, I gotta see what's going on here. So yeah, I've been watching Ancient Aliens lately on Netflix. I don't know why, just because. Now, now I know it's on Netflix, so I'm gonna start watching it. Yes, it's on Netflix, and it's all... The dude's hair from season one, two, and three just gets crazier and crazier, and it's kind of awesome. Yes! <laughs> it's just like, on his first season, his hair is kind of like mine, just a little... St- like, a, like a little bit of gel pushed back, yeah. and then what the hell happened between season one and season three, where it's just like, you know what, I'm going to grow the craziest afro and see if anyone mentions it. And no, it's because people mentioned, oh, the dude with the weird hair. And he's like, you think this is weird? <laughs> Let me show you. Never tell a weird person something's weird because it can get weirder. They think they're presenting normal. Trust me, from someone that presents very weird, oh, we're a bad breed. <laughs> <laughs> and also, well, I love that guy. What's his name? G- he has a weird name, too. Giorgio? I, I always get him oh god i can now see it why <laughs> <sighs> okay note to self drink a quarter of 26 or tequila before a podcast at most don't drink half because you didn't write anything down because you're a dumbass and and it's Brandon, which is always always fun to uh, talk talk to about. Go hard, pro, because I think it's going to be freaking kind of freaking freaking cool, man. Just because. You want to know what? You want to know what? I'll give you a sneak preview that I haven't told anyone yet, mostly because I came up with the idea a few hours ago. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, I so I won't announce really any of the talent or any of the matches. Mostly, like, we don't even have the match graphics because some people are confirmed, but we're also going to do, like, COVID testing before the event and just other stuff where we won't announce anything unless it's filmed so that we don't have to, like, do cards subject to change just because it's a Mm. fucking headache coming from a promoter standpoint. But I will tell you that the more money we raise for this, the more money that will go into this. Very much the WWE has a Thunderdome, what would a lightning dome look like? And I think it might be a fucking stands full of mannequins. No, no, no. So it started with me putting in a group chat. If we all brought like our tablets and our laptops and we put it in 
whatever seating we have in the background because there's going to be no fans. It's going to be a closed set. What if we all did that and put like different video clips or stuff? And it's going to be anyone that donates at the $60 and above tiers, you will be included in our audience, but also a happy holidays greeting will be inserted in the video also. That's what the cameo in the show is. It's because I want to look like a cheesy Santa Claus parade where people are like, oh, happy new year, happy holidays, and just like spliced it together because it's cute and it's literally, it's not just a wrestling thing. It's a fan thing. It's a community thing. I'm going to have wrestlers not on the show. Some wrestlers you might not even know about saying happy holidays and putting them in the show that way. But in our stands, I put up a post looking for mannequins or dummies. (laughs) It's because someone else said, oh, can we do uh, stuffed animals instead of like the laptops and tablets? And I always reply with the, uh, the old El Paso girl. Why not both? Because I don't think you should ever be limited. You should always try everything. And then I was like, wait a minute. What if we had mannequins and dummies? And maybe on some of them, we put a photo of the person's face. So, like, you'll be in the crowd, kind of. And they'll also just be real fucking creepy. Because I don't think we're going to edit in, like, piped-in audio of the the crowd noise. So it's going to be just a bunch of dummies with some, like, laptops and maybe stuffed animals in the audience. And it might be you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's uh that's my vision of the go hard pro uh lightning dome that's fucking awesome man i'm not just i'm not just saying that because oh i have have the crossbody professional wrestling heavyweight champion on the uh on the show here but that's a great idea man well so it's called go hard pro one yeah. of my best friends in wrestling and real life it's pretty ricky Brady Ricky and Holden Aubrey are literally the spectrum of pro wrestling. You have this hard-hitting serial killer, and then you have this overly sexualized deviant, I guess you could say. And uh, But as people, we're so fucking the same. We're the same age, and our, we go out there and we give it our all. We both try and fail, and maybe mine is a move or a sequence. And his is more so a joke, but we succeed. It's called Go Hard Pro. That doesn't mean the whole thing's going to be strong style. That doesn't mean the whole thing's going to be comedy. But when you see comedy, it's good comedy and not comedy because someone's lazy. So, like, clearly I just said Pretty Ricky's one of my best friends. He'll be on the show. I don't know what he's doing yet because it's Pretty Ricky and I'd rather ask him a couple days before the show. But if we have that audience of the Lightning Dome, but you have me wrestling on the show, you have, like, pretty rookies wrestling on the show you're not going to know what to expect and that's going to be my ideal view of if we get all these donations a two and a half hour holiday special of wrestling done right which is amazing and and guys if you want want me to to harass pretty ricky to get on gomi talks because i've never had him on the show because i listened to his podcast and i think Honestly, I think he's too good for my fucking show sometimes because he is that talented of a character wrestler. And I know he hates being called a comedy guy, but because he's so good in the ring and such a good character and a great wrestler and probably one of the best Ontario has right right now. He is one of those, how should I really put this politically correctly? Uh, he is just one of the fucking best in this province right now. And his hustle is unmatched. Yes. Someone who shows up with 
three tarps with his face on it to sell merch. You know that dude is... You're going there. As a wrestling fan, you're just going to go and see what the fuck is going on or see what is going on with this guy. And every interaction I've... I've, Okay, I'll I'll, I'll be honest. I think if I have him on the podcast, I'm not going to be able to keep up. (laughs) You put a microphone on him and he'll just go. Which is easy for editing because uh, basically I edit my... My voice, mostly, but on on this show. Once again, tequila, guys. <laughs> oh, man. One, two, three, four, floor. Oh, no. I am nowhere near floor. People have no idea how much I can drink as I elbow the wall. Okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're home already. You've got home safe. Your home hey. is not safe, but you're home safe. Oh, no. And the sad thing was, I was puttying and fixing old holes <laughs> earlier today. Uh, no, no, I see that as you covered up old holes so you can make new holes. Yeah, because, uh, all right, I'll be honest, my kids ripped the banister out of the fucking wall and I was pissed. Like, I was dad pissed. Because um, there's four of them and if they hang on something, it comes out of the wall. Even if I double up anchors and put it into solid wood see this is dad ear voice um, uh, i was gonna say because of solid wood and an anchor is how you got four children oh yeah but um <laughs> well i'll be perfectly honest uh sex life is still going great so oh fuck there's a fifth coming oh no the, the pandemic baby oh no man i got fucking snipped year years ago years ago I had four. We're good. <laughs> I had a buddy who had to get a second uh, bisectomy recently. Don't tell me that shit. <laughs> He's also he was also only like twenty nine, and he got it when he was in his early twenties. Oh, so okay. Like, he got it just when like you put a dam there, and the the fucking flows are just still too strong. You need to chill out. Oh, I okay. This is probably gonna gonna lose me some viewers, but when it was to me talk. When I was getting, uh, when I was getting snipped, I actually told my vasectomy doctor, please burn that shit so it can never come back. I have four kids. I don't want anymore. I love them, love them, love them to a death. And he's like, are you sure? Yep. Okay. I'm going back in. Shh. Smelt like burnt hot dogs. And to the day I don't eat uh, hot dogs no, no more because of that day. Huh. But also, four children. I now understand the tequila. This is why I drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask you this. As a podcaster, what is your favorite th- favorite thing about interviewing people? Uh, I like making people think about their, que- their answers. Like, we were talking about your friend that only asked the two questions, and my, my favorite word now or question is just the word why, because I, I've realized now in the pandemic that I, I will make like light of me being a broken person. I've never been diagnosed with anything, but during the pandemic, like there's been times where I felt sad or I got angry at someone and I'd had to pause and just think, why am I sad? And if I can think of a specific reason why I'm sad, sweet. If I can just say I'm sad because I'm sad. I'm able to go, okay, relax, try to channel stuff. What makes you happy? Oh, bloody stone cold. Let me go watch some old 99. 
there was a trend on my like Instagram for a little bit where I was just posting bloody stone cold things and I wasn't even sad before that I was sad and I was just like guys this is just awesome and it's that finding your happiness where a lot of people will bring up what they don't like but no solutions like if this actually wraps back around for no hard pro wrestling there's a lot of I'm like the oldest in my friend group right now and it's only by a year like literally my friends are born in 93 I'm born in 92 and it's that just everyone wants to say we need more attention but not giving a reason why so it's very much in that that vein of come up with solutions instead of just problems growing up and being someone who's almost 40 my friends are the type who were always told kind of my least favorite words on the planet are man up i hate that I truly and genuinely hate that saying because there's it doesn't mean anything. It's just like I am a I'm a sensitive dude. I have feelings. I talk about feelings and it throws other guys my age off because I'm just like yeah, I like hugging my kids. It's the best thing on the planet. Like my little 9-year-old girl will say this to me every single night. And my biggest fear is when she stops. She says, Daddy, I love you. You're the best daddy ever. Thank you for today. Every single night before she goes to bed. And this has been going on for years. My biggest thing is when she stops saying that, I'm I'm, I'm genuinely going to miss that. Like... And I'm tearing up saying it because she's my like the baby of the family, and she's just like, when she stops saying that, I'm gonna be terrified because I'm like, I lost my my little girl right there. I'm like, oh fuck, the last one's getting older, and like the boys, I I I teach them to be men the best I can, but I also teach them you have feelings. You're allowed to have feelings and you're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to get frustrated. and But you have to hold it within a certain thing and you can't lash out in anger at your people. That's just my biggest thing. You can't, like, you can't be a bully. Like, uh, my son is, he's in grade nine and there's one kid who just, because my son, I love him to death. He's not athletically gifted. Like he's a he's a tall, skinny, awkward, thirteen year old kid. They're all skinny, awkward, thirteen year old kids. And this one guy is just give giving him the just being the old thing. But my son is too smart to fall for it. So he just like takes his middle finger in the back of class and scratches his back. He's like, Oh yeah, there we go. Ugh. And he does all these crazy Wait, things. So you're, you're saying you raised the smartass? No way. I'm totally surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, I've, I've, like, one thing I've taught my kids, they all know how to throw a proper punch. But they all know how to deal with a situation so they don't have to do that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm raising decent human beings or sociopaths. I'm not sure yet, but, eh, we're going to find out. No, I, I ask myself the same question every day. I'm like, am I a decent human being or am I a sociopath? Or no, I refer to my coworkers as non-playable characters and I don't know their names as soon as I leave this building. And then I realize, oh, that sounded crazy. 
and all these people think they mean less now. Fuck. Okay, I don't care. I forget their names. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, hey, co-workers or co-workers. Me, I just, I will literally tell tell people, I show up, I do my job, I go home. Mm. This is how I make money so I can do the fun stuff. Well, a lot of people don't know that they can do the fun stuff. They think that they have to work, and then it's like work, some sort of sex or relationship stuff, and then nothing. And Or it's like, no, you need that fun thing. You need to find you like building Lego blocks. You need to know you like building birdhouses. You need to have something. And I'm in this weird, I think you might fall into this too, of, What's the difference between a hobby and like a side hustle or a profession? And it's that whole, am I having fun? You need to like ask yourself that sometimes. And if you're not, take a step back. Oh yeah, because I said in my first ep- my first ep- episode ever, I said, I'm going to do this until it's no longer fun. That's it. And I'm 113 episodes deep. And I've, dude, I interviewed a Bigfoot hunter. And I have interviewed a... Like a para, like a paranormal investigator. I have interviewed wrestlers that I genuinely have admired my entire life. Like, dude, PCO did my fucking little show. Dude, he's such. A, he's the nicest fucking guy. He came out at. Okay, I'm gonna break break all sorts of rules here by telling this story on the podcast. PCO came out to see me and the boys when he found out I was at the show. He came out to say hi to to my boys. Not me, my children. That's the kind of man he is. And I know he's the monster on TV and he like anyone who would do that for my kids is amazing to me. Just take that extra 5 seconds and make my kids night. Like and he didn't even announce himself. He walked up behind us. Cause he, well, he knew he knew where we were, and he just said, "Hey boys, how's your day going?" And I'm like, "PCL, what the fuck you doing here? You're gonna freak everybody out. You're not supposed to be out here yet." He's like, "I had to say hello to my, cause the French Canadians kind of kind of stick together, right?" So, and he's just like, "Yeah, I just have wanted to say hi, and I knew you were well. Your boys were here. I just wanted want wanted to say what." To, to say hello, well, well, hello, and it's just like that was fucking awesome, and it was just a little, not a little, a uh, smash show at the London London Music Hall, like three three hundred, three fifty, uh, fifty people, and also London needs another promotion, man. It really does. Hopefully, London has more promotions coming up in the uh, future, but who knows? That's uh, post 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 COVID COVID world world era, guys. Hopefully, we see more London London wrestling at the Music Hall or Fanshawe or even Montcalm, where I put a fucking show on, which was crazy. I do wanna I do wanna ask one thing: Why the toy collecting? Why do you do it? Uh, toys are really fucking cool now, especially Funko Pops have everything. But uh, I think it's. It helps me in a weird way be mature that I can accept my childhood likes. And, like, so I have one side of the wall that's all, like, WWF and wrestling stuff. I have my bookshelf in the middle that has a bunch of random Funko Pops from, like, Cat Dog to Buzz Lightyear to Yu-Gi-Oh. I have a bunch.
bunch of books and DVDs, but then on my other side, I picked up some random stuff. Like, I'm starting to get into some of the Simpsons toys, and I also have, like, a Shrek figure there of him in the iron, or the, uh, the night suit that doesn't fully fit him, and also, like, Monsters, Inc. stuff, where I look at that, and it reminds me of what I liked as a kid that sparks my imagination. And then right above me in front of my TV, it's uh, Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle, and uh, the Three Faces of Foley, and a Stone Cold gift bag for some weird weird reason. But all of these wrestlers inspire me, and it makes me remember of being a fan. And I think this keeps me grounded that I never think I'm a fucking superstar or a rock star, because I'm like, yo, I got toys of fucking Dwight Schrout and Mike Wazowski pinned on my wall. Like, why, and the girl that I'm dating right now, I was very open about, like, oh, I'm buying Funko Pops, but, like, oh, my God, I just spent $200 on toys yesterday. And she she even told me that it's cute that I do it because of, like, I'm this big scary dude, but, like, if you know, you know. And that's just, it relates more. It's the same as a podcast. It's the reason people want to support this Indiegogo. It's because they know they're supporting a good cause. And I, the outpouring of people that have just been telling me this is going to be on they're not even telling me i haven't gotten as many private messages to be on the show as i was expecting but i'm seeing everyone share it and being like this is going to be a great thing and i'm like oh uh, uh i have a bad issue accepting compliments but okay and uh yeah that goes off of the toy stuff but it's just keeping me leveled and in touch with me and me it goes back to that filter thing we talked about earlier it's i do this because i want to do this and if anyone says that's dumb like i had a lot of co-workers tell me that i shouldn't be wrestling i should settle down oh why aren't you in a relationship or something and i would tell them does anyone buy like i've been offered a supervisor position at my work every three months for the last two years and legitimately uh i i would have to shave my head or my beard and I said, people don't buy t-shirts with your weird hair design on it. People do that to me. You don't know what it's like to when you were eight and you're like, I want to be a wrestler. And then when you're 21, and you're like, I just want to wrestle a match because you're at wrestling training. And then you wrestle a match and everything after that's gravy. I, I didn't expect to wrestle 100 matches in my lifetime, let alone over 100 in one year. I never expected to be good at anything in my life. And... Knowing that's the thing I wanted to do when I was a fucking baby, when I was seven or eight, and I get to do it now, 20 years later, I'm just like, fuck, like, okay, the world is in a horrible place. And I don't know, did I ever tell you my one bump story? No. Because, you know, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I They're... know at the time, uh, I believe it's with your wife that you almost shit yourself on one of the early dates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna yeah i yeah i did that but oh yeah well exactly (laughs) because we were very open on uh, that show but oh yeah (laughs) 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 but uh truth is and i i have told this story before so to to the listeners i i apologize but there was a wrestling school in the late 90s very different style of it training than today's wrestlers i they i got in the ring i took my first bump i must have i talking talking to somebody else i probably jumped too high 
knocked myself out. I woke up in the car on the way home. I don't and that recall. Was the day you quit wrestling training. That was my one and only day of wrestling training. I learned it's not for me. Yeah. Because um, very different men men mentality back there. I was a, mm-hmm. a six foot two, eighteen year old in pretty decent shape. Ne- needed to just drop like five air, five air pounds pound, pounds for the the six pack to kick in, mm-hmm. um, and that was a learning experience for sure. Because that day I learned some things are for Justin and some things aren't are not. And people have said, "Oh, you can go back and train as a well, a ref, or you can do this. It's different now." I'm like, "Nope, I'm well, good." Okay, are is it people in wrestling that tell you that? Yes, in and also out. But so um, my biggest pet peeve is when someone says, "I want to be a referee or a manager." Yep. Because to me, that is them saying to themselves, I'm not good enough to be a wrestler. But they don't realize that pretty much every referee and manager knows how to fucking wrestle a match. That's why the best referees are the best referees, because they're wrestlers. Every fucking WWE referee signed under contract right now, you can find independent matches of theirs. One of them is... So when people go, oh, you... Go ahead. One of them is one of my favorite deathmatch guys in NXT right Drake. now. Yep. yep. And it bugs me <laughs> that he's the ref. And I'm like, he can out-wrestle these guys. What's going on here? And just, that's just me me being the, the indie fan I am and seeing yeah. the seeing all the scars the scars on him. And I'm like, he, he can school both these guys. I know they can. But there are plenty of times I... Uh... I wished Brad a happy birthday in a private group, and I went, happy birthday, Brad. By the way, everyone, respect your fucking referees, because most of the time, the referee has more experience than anyone else in the match, and if you don't respect them or use them properly, you're going to have a shitty match, and then you're going to try to blame them, and then if I'm in the locker room, I'd be like, no, bro, you had a shitty match, because look in the mirror. Yeah. Like, I don't bully anyone, but I put people in their place if they talk too much. Because you're straightforward, legit, and sometimes that rubs people the wrong way, but I... I think I'm on the spectrum. Oh, yeah. I think that's it. That, that yeah. might explain the toy collecting also. Then why do I collect toys then? Hmm. Dude, I watched a show called uh, Love, it, Love on the Spectrum on Netflix. Oh. And, and me and Kobe Durst are the exact same person, apparently. Because while I watched it, I related a lot to it. And it got in my head, but Kobe watched it with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend pointed out the similarities he had. At least I didn't have someone else saying that to me. But the common theme with anyone on the spectrum is they'll obsess with something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe wrestling is the thing that I've obsessed for. But the less we take the stigma out of any mental health or physical disabilities, the more accepting the world will be. Because if you see people as strange is normal or difference normal no one's gonna fucking get hurt because it's gonna be a more accepting world oh yeah and also the reason i collect toys is because i i love the thrill of the hunt <sighs> just finding something and i, I, I found the AEW figures a few weeks ago and oh and to that haven't seen them in london yet <laughs> hey, to be fair not a lot of people know this 
but the first couple waves, there's only like one or two cases per Walmart. There's going to be more near Christmas time and the second wave's coming. Oh, yeah. And also, the Kenny Omega you can get with the authentic scale ring for uh, from Ringside Collectibles mm-hmm. is better than the normal Kenny Omega. So, uh, oh, it is? You'll, you'll see it. It's only September, and that first wave Kenny Omega, his hair doesn't have a blonde. It's just all black. Okay. So, but the jackets, the Jericho though, oh my god, while holding it, just mm-hmm. seeing the jacket, oh fuck. The Jericho so is so cool. You I want wanted it? to create a collection of Jericho stuff and put on a wall so I could have a wall of Jerichos. That's awesome. That's my best pun I can come up with. I, I've been saying that for like two uh, months. See, for me, I will tell you this and you're going to be shocked. I don't own a single wrestling action figure. I'm jealous. And the reason being, I know myself. Mm-hmm. I would, like, right now, I'm piecing together a 2003 Unicron Armada figure, piece by piece, because I bought a wow, shell. You're a fucking nerd. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. I will fully admit this. I am a nerd. Uh, actually, Warhead, thank you very, very much for, for giving me the shell, because he saw one and he picked it up for, for uh, me. Love you, buddy. And. Oh yeah, and he got me the shell, and he knew he 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 knows me, and it's I'd say ninety five percent complete now. I just need the wings and the missiles. That's it, and the missiles easy easy to find. Wings I got a lead on a guy on eBay, but he's he's asking eighty bucks. I only want to pay forty, so we're going back and forth. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how it goes. But it's fun. Like, yeah, those, like, it is. Negotiation things are fun. Oh, when you did you go to the Toys R Us in London when you were in the neighborhood? No, you saw how rammed my day was. I, oh yeah. Uh, I did go to one Walmart though, but uh, I uh, luckily I'm, I was only looking for the AEW thing, so Toys R Us doesn't have anything I'm looking for at the moment. Yeah. See, I am a Transformers guy, so if there's a Toys R Us, I hit it. I hit that shit up hard, and I'm just like, all right, what do we got? Okay, mini-cons. Nope, I got all those. Okay, the boys got those. All right, let's go to the Voyager class, leader class. Oh, shit, they got Skyfire. All right, I'm spending 120 bucks now. Do-do-do-do-do. Oh, and if you are in London, go check out Heroes Comics and Cards in downtown. It is the best toy store it is the biggest comic shop in southwest no silver snail closed in toronto it is now the biggest comic shop in the province Ooh. it has two levels justin why are you trying to get me to drive to london tomorrow visit me eh, well i got the day off we'll uh, hit it up <laughs> well it's tomorrow in like fucking seven minutes so we've been talking for goddamn near three hours <laughs> Oh, the, ch- the chats we have before the red button's pressed. I know. I know. The chats we had while you had to edit out that little middle part where if you're listening to this, you probably got the, uh, I wish there's more promotions in Ontario. And then we went off of a, uh, a side route from there. And then I luckily remembered that was the point. So I don't know how, like, juxtaposition this episode is where it's like, okay, yeah, go hard for this crossbody. Yeah, I, so I ran this show. Okay. So, yeah, I wish there was more shows in London. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Editing is a wonderful thing. 
Like man, my I can probably edit other people's podcasts for money at it at it at it this point. I'm I'm not just saying that. I'm my editing skills are pretty good. Oh man, the fact that like you listen to my podcast and you just said that means uh, my podcast might start getting an uh, an audio editor. Hmm. You know what? Go to freesounds.org. It's a wonderful site. It'll it it can help 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 you out. Tenfold. Oh, I bond royalty-free music. My issue is very much like this podcast where mm-hmm. we went off the rails a little bit. <laughs> That's mine of like, I'm real lazy on the editing part, but say if I gave Justin an X amount of money every week and I just sent him some raw files, this is Brendan could be updated a lot more than it is. Mm, 2020 goals. Hey. Uh, 2021. You know what? I edit all my breaks at work. That's five hours a week. Uh, DM me later. <laughs> uh, coming to this with Brendan, my audio engineer, Justin, next year. Oh, yeah. We do got to wrap this up because my kids are waking up in about six hours. And, and... I got to go to work in like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we both lead crazy. Man, we live so much opposite lives, but we're, we get we, we get along so well. I don't know how this works. <laughs> Uh, it, it's because I didn't like. I didn't think anyone liked me when I was a kid, so I just became this personality of treat others the way that you want to be treated, and not because I'm worried about going to heaven. Just because I think like, oh, this is how life should be, and it leads to great mm. conversations and friendships like mine with yours. Oh yeah, because we don't. It's one of those relationships where we don't talk often, mm. which. I'm terrible at messaging people. I know. Same. But when when we do, we have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. I'm going to end the podcast here because... Oh, yeah. Go check out Go Hard Pro. And this is Brendon, Brendan. And go check out Crossbody on YouTube because it's amazing wrestling. And it's fantastic to watch. And you know what? What? What the fuck? I'm getting I'm I'm getting one of his shirts shirts soon. Go check out the ben, Big Ben and Friends podcast because I'm loving loving listening to it. What of that? And if he has such a diverse fucking range of people that he's he's encountered in his life, he has that voice that draws you in, and he doesn't know it yet. One hundred percent has a better voice than I do. Oh, you're talking to to you're talking to to. To the guy who has a stutter and a lisp and a podcast. So, what the fuck? <laughs> I think we're just envious of Ben, then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ben Ben is like the... He is the podcaster I want to be, who's been doing it a lot less than me, and it pisses me off. <laughs> oh, man. I, right, man. I really appreciate it uh, tonight. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely needed this. Once again, man, thank you for uh, for coming on Gilmy Me Talks, and yeah, you can follow. Uh, this is Brendon on. Sorry, I always put the French spin on that. Brendan, Brendan, this is Brendan on Spotify. Go check out Holden Albright on all the socials, guys, because he's very, very fun to watch. Very creative dude, and he's just and. A decent human, human, a human, human being, being as a, as a, as a, what? Ah, fuck it. He's a good. I don't even think you can't blame the speech impediment for this. You can a hundred percent blame tits and tequila for this. 
Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Since I haven't had a drink in about two hours, and yeah, we're good. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for uh, coming on. Thank you for having me. Hey, guys. Thanks for uh, listening there. And it is absolutely amazing to say thank you. Thanks for listening all the way through. I appreciate it. I love it. And you know what? Thanks for uh, for listening and checking out the show. Now, I'm going to ask everybody something. Who is listening? Go check out those socials. I'm on Facebook, Gilmy Talks. I'm on Instagram, also Gilmy Talks. I'm on Twitter, at Gilmy, because that's what, what I did. And my email is justinmgilmet at gmail.com if you want to get a, a hold of me. And once again, go check out hereforyoushop.com because this is pretty cool stuff. I'm actually picking up the Mental Health Matters black t-shirt because mental health matters. That's it. Go check go check that out. And please use the promo code GILMETALKS. It's my first one. I believe in this uh, company, guys. And go check that out because monthly they are donating to mental health organizations. To all my American listeners, they're an American company based out of Boston, Massachusetts. One of those words I have have difficulties with, but you know what? It's very cool. Go check check out their uh, out their uh, stuff. And just want to say thanks for well, for listening. The response to last week's episode was amazing with Justin Maine. Once his uh, Movie drops out. I'm gonna try to try to get him back on on for a little bit, cause that guy is busier than a a one armed paper, paper paper hanger. I never got that saying, but eh, I'm at, I'm at, yeah, using it. Go check out the socials. Go check out the OIW podcast network and my friends on on there. And if you want to go check out some really really cool stuff, have I'm just a fan of uh, these guys. Uh, go check out Make Eternia Great Again and the Go check out Make Eternia Great Again. It's just one of my favorite podcasts. And I think they're gonna be starting it back up soon. I have no guarantees on that. But I'm hoping hope, hoping they hoping they uh, they uh, do because I absolutely love their love their show and I kinda miss it. But with the world the way it is right right now, everything's going a little bit uh, crazy, so that's it. Talk to you guys in a in a few. Peace.